Yo, my theatre buddy and friends. Welcome to Theatre World News. This is your host, your pal, your buddy, your day one, Jonathan Blake, chasing up the latest goss so you don't have to. And boy, and girl, and they, this is exciting times because there is going to be changes, people. It's going to be changes this year, you know what I'm saying? Not messing around and that. And this week, we're going to be talking about mishaps. I mean, have you seriously f***ed up on stage? <laughs> like wanted the floor to swallow you up? Because I know I have. And I know there's definitely new things that we're going to talk about. And I can't wait to get started. Let's just, let's just get rolling. I'm ready. You're ready. We're always ready. We're ready for this year. Let's start. Well, you know what? I'm just going to go out there and I'm just going to say it. The 17th of May, the theatres could be open. Yes! Oh, I've waited so long for this and for these news. Oh, my God. Boris, I could kiss you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, if I had to think about it, I couldn't even think about it because if I had to express how I'm feeling, I don't know what to say. I just got... <coughs> you know what? I, I I guess the only way I could really express how I'm feeling is just to um, it's just to sink it. All those days standing at a distance, all those moments two meters apart, all my friends. Speaking through FaceTime, just how bored I've been. So bored. Now I'm here, looking through websites. Mm. Now I'm here, picking shows to see. Exciting. Sitting here with so much cheer. I'm where I'm meant to be. Sing it, girl. And at last I see the light. Yes. Now the lockdown will be lifted And at last I see the, light. see the light And it's like the sun's come through And it's warm and real and bright So bright And my mood has somehow shifted All at once Everything looks different Now there's shows to do Now, there has been people that, that have their doubts And I don't blame you They did say that it will be the 17th of May at the earliest But you know what? that I am confident brothers and sisters i'm confident that we will be back to normal i mean i can't help it i'm just that sort of person you know what i'm saying and this week we will talk about mishaps on stage and you know what i made a post last week about it and the feedback has been brilliant i've heard from so many of you guys thank you thank you thank you and i will get started right away the first email I received was from Luke Hobson. And the email reads, Hey Johnny lad, something for your podcast. In a drama exam, 
I was playing Mickey in the final scene of Blood Brothers. It got to the famous moment, I could have been, I could have been him, bang. I borrowed the starting pistol from the PE department and of course the safety catch was on. <laughs> and the gun didn't go off. After a short delay, which felt like an hour, with me pulling at the trigger several times and nothing happening, the guy playing the policeman shot us both. We both fell to the ground. The audience laughed, completely ruined the tension and my grade. But can laugh about it now. Ah, awkward. Second, when playing the role of Collins in a rent matinee, I had to kiss Jonathan Blake, who was playing Angel. He obviously had something garlicky for lunch and had to try and hold it together. Luckily, I persuaded him to have a mint at the interval and act two was a much better experience. Now, I know you run about me and I tell you what, I do not remember that happening, but I will take your word for it. We have an email from Dan McCloskey. Good to hear from you, mate. So I was playing Anna's in Superstar and it was the final night. We were having a pretty successful run and we get to the final damned for all time. I go to start singing my section of the song and I blank and blank hard. And my caphus also blanked not knowing where to come in. Totally my fault. So we both start mining and going through the blocking made in the lyrics, making it look like a mic malfunction until the lyrics caught up in my head and we carried on like nothing happened. Now, you know what? If you ever in doubt, just start miming. Just, just blame, blame technical crew. Just look to, look to side. And be like, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely not us. It's, uh, we, we knew what we were doing, of course. I mean, great. Oh, I remember to do that next time. <laughs> next, we have a uh, Kim Waldron, who comments, "I once sang everybody cut loose instead of everybody cut." Put loose in the song. It still makes me cringe today. Well, that is hilarious. Like, you just, you know what? I think we should just change it officially. Just, you know, contact the writers to say, um, from now on, uh, that song will be Everybody Cut Loose. Just, yeah, I, I'm feeling that. What, what do you reckon? <laughs> Next, we have one from Charlotte McGrath, who says, I missed a whole number once, as I didn't get to the wings in time. I think I had to try and sneak on after the song. You know what? We've all been there. I've been there. I've been backstage in the chorus or nah, and I'm sat backstage talking about a show I saw last week, thinking how crazy it was, and then I hear the song start. And I'm just like, yeah, not making it on for that one, and uh, I had to just sneak on afterwards. and. Luckily, on some occasions, not many people have noticed. <laughs> Next, we have one from a Richard Haynes. He says, once when I did Scarlet Pimpernel, I was in a forest scene with the alley, Lou, in conversation. We finished our lines and the guy playing Pimpernel was due to enter the stage to continue the scene. But he thought we were somewhere else in the show, so was in the dressing room chatting and changing for another scene. We were stood there with nothing else to say. Alison was trying her best to improvise some conversation, but this was my first major role and I hadn't had to ad-lib anything before, so I just ended up saying, we shall see, to any line she fed me. 
I think I stroked a tree at one point. Alison was amazing, but I was no help whatsoever. This probably only lasted about two minutes, but they were the longest two minutes I've spent on stage. <laughs> I honestly feel your pain. I think improvisation is a kind of skill that you just have to go deep with. If you're not any good at it, it can be the worst thing you will ever have to do. But if you enjoy it, it can churn out some amazing stuff. I certainly feel your pain. That is brilliant. <laughs> or, you know, if you're ever in doubt, you could just go, uh, we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. Hmm. We shall see. The next we have is from uh, Gemma Taizo Johnson. She says, I was dancing with Dan Angertel in a partner bit. He wasn't on stage, so I snuck off to go find him. I completely forgot I had a line and my mic was up as I was running backstage laughing, then realized I had a line and ran back on stage just in time. I felt so bad. <laughs> but you know what? At least you made it. Some people don't make it at all. And it's just so awkward for people who are on stage waiting for their cue. Next, we have one from Chris Stanley. He said, discovering that I still had an additional pair of pants on during the full Monty strip was a briefly scary moment. I love the pun that you added in there, briefly. <laughs> I was actually in full Monty with Chris and yeah, it was a moment that we looked and were like, what, uh, what's he doing? Um, He's showing his fresh boxes that he brought in from home. Um, threw us off a little bit, but fun nonetheless. Next, we have one from Ben Green. He says, I remember doing a scene in Seven Brides where the suitors surrounding the brothers. And when I grabbed Jeff Coles, we had a scuffle and his teeth fell out on the floor. <laughs> Whilst myself at what happened, Jeff told me not to tell anyone and quickly bent down, picked them up and threw them back in. ASAP. Sorry Jeff, but too good a story not to share. And you know what? It is too good of a story not to put on this podcast. Thank you very much, Ben. That is hilarious. <laughs> Next, we have one from Richard Poynton. He says, when I'm directing, I'll often take a cameo role that nobody else wants. In this instance, I was Oscar, the pianist in 42nd Street. The scene opens with a dance rehearsal where Oscar is accompanying them, and then the dancing stops for the dialogue. The music is played by the pianist in the pit. I'm just miming. After that scene, I would load the piano stall onto the piano and push it up stage to allow for the cloth to fly in downstage of it. One night, I load the stall, push the piano, exit into the wings and say, ah, that's me done for the night. To the crew on my way back to the dressing room only to hear hit it Oscar from the stage and the piano <laughs> began as the scene ends I totally forgotten the music book ends the scene <laughs> oops so we had music no pianist and a packed up piano brilliant I bet the audience was sitting like eh <laughs> what is going on here <laughs> that is brilliant 
and a great a great story to share thank you very much richard next we have one from patrick jervis he says two come to mind for me the first was at dress rehearsal for annie where charlotte elbowed me in the face in easy street dance break and broke my nose yeah i wasn't part of that show but i have certainly seen the video doing the rounds and the sound of the smack when he when she hits your nose oh painful um and i'm glad that you're all right i mean you did break your nose but you are all good now and that's that's all that matters <laughs> poor pat and second would be in dress rehearsal scene in the full monty let's say i had a wardrobe malfunction and my upstage ball popped out for a brief cameo <laughs> well as you all know who have seen the full monty um there is a scene of course at the end was in our thongs and it's so important before we go out on stage to kind of make sure everything is in there. If you do not prepare yourself properly, yeah, you just have the old uh, slip of the <laughs> Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. There is, next we have Kerry Louise Davis who says, for me, I was casually waiting in the wings in West Side Story. I was Rosalie. About 10 seconds before I went on to begin the scene that went into America, I remembered I hadn't put my mic on. So I ran back to the mic station and completely flashed the same guy in the sheer panic of trying to get it on in time. I missed all my lines that were cleverly covered by Charlotte and then walked on singing the opening lines of the song like I'd been there all along. The many wide-eyed evil looks by the rest of the cast. <laughs> you know what? I can't blame them. <laughs> I mean, props to Charlotte for covering you. That is that is brilliant. You know, sometimes it just happens. It just happens and you just forget to put your mic on. Especially if you've got to swap with other people around in the cast. Get back and forth. It can get so confusing. But that is... <laughs> That's brilliant. She says, also, another one was the opening night of Full Monty. I was playing Georgie. I completely blanked on my whole monologue. So just shouted, who wants to see some guys? <laughs> it went straight into the strip. Oh, brilliant. The good thing with a monologue is you are not talking with anyone. So you can get away with skipping a few bits unless there is an important cue. As long as you remember your cue, you are absolutely fine. Next, we have one from Charlotte Jervis, Patrick's wife, <laughs> the uh, person that is to blame for the uh, elbow to the nose. She, all she put was a bottle. Now, <laughs> this one is a uh, is quite it's quite bad, um, but everyone's everyone's fine. There's a scene in the show where she has to bottle another woman in the bar and the bottle is of course a sugar a sugar bottle and it just completely crumbles doesn't hurt anyone in any way but someone put a real bottle there and the bottle broke luckily um Gemma who was hit with the bottle was absolutely fine uh that oh that could have been very serious but luckily 
everyone was okay. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Next we have James Garrington, who says, South Pacific, plain Harbison. Bracket, when he should be asking why the plan won't work, paused and said, I've lost it, and walked off stage, leaving me stranded on stage on my own. Ah, oh, that is terrible. That is terrible. Oh my God. That, uh, what do you do? You're on stage on your own. What, 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 what do you do? Do you just say the next cue and just hope that the music starts? Uh, you will have to let me know, James, what happened after that. That was... That's brutal. Absolutely brutal. And lastly, but certainly not leastly, we have Elisa Millwood, who says, in the Witches of Eastwick, in the flying scene where I didn't go up and just awkwardly banged against the sofa for what felt like eternity. <laughs> well, it reminds me of when I went to go and um, see Wicked. Of course, there's the famous scene of when Alphabet flies up and... There was a video going around of when the mechanism didn't work. In the famous scene when she's about to fly and go up, the mechanism does not work. And she's just she's just surrounded by all of the people of Oz. And yeah, it's just a little bit a little bit awkward if you ask me. Um but it created great laughs and that's all that matters. That is the beauty of theatre. You just you just don't know what's going to happen. It, things could go wrong. Things could go right. People could fall. People could break something. People could break people. People could break objects and things. And we 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 know this. We know this, but we don't care because it's just it's just amazing and theatre is just incredible. And I hope that everyone will go back and see shows when we can because theatre is incredible. So guys, again, I really want to uh, thank you all for your stories. It's been so entertaining. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed other people's stories as well. And uh, please do remember, if you want to contact me, be part of the show, email me at theatreworldnews at hotmail.com. And we also have a Patreon, baby. It's Patreon at theatreworldnews. I will leave the links down below. Also, we have a Theatre World News secret comment, a secret, secret comment, so it's not really a secret, but you can join and ask you a couple of questions and then you can join. It would be fantastic to be part of that and just to go back and forth with all that. I want to leave that with you and I want to say, if you want to make the world a better place, start with the person standing in the mirror. I am your host, Jonathan Blake. It's been fun once again entertaining you all and i will see you on the next episode baby let's go